welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kaya McMullen, filling in for Kate Hallowell. Miss you, Kate. Um, and I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with reality TV relationship news because Kate is gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ghostbusters 2016 and Adele's death row last meal. <laughs> and if you're still listening, <laughs> um, <laughs> let's get into the show. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear are so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Okay, Tea Time is checking in with reality TV relationship news. We are taking full advantage of Kate Halliwell being gone. Both all the way in Scotland. She can't stop us. She's so far away. <laughs> Nothing she can do about this. But this is big. This was perfect time for her to honestly travel. Because, <laughs> obviously, biggest celebrity news maybe all year is that Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker, at long last, are engaged. So we're Ooh. starting with that. Hugest news. I feel like it happened on Sunday. A lot of you guys who are interested in it have already read kind of the details. Essentially, happened at Rosewood Miramar in Santa Barbara. It's like their place. They've photographed there all the time. Right. Um, a whole dinner with the family after. It was like lots of picture. roses. Perfect engagement. <laughs> that family is single handedly pulling the flower industry out of debt. Or whatever. I know it's, it's amazing. Yeah, probably terrible for the environment. But yes, it was like in a some classic. Way, yeah. Kardashian moment, mm-hmm. but it was almost too perfect because in the days ha- have passed, we've been uncovering more and more about this engagement mm-hmm. and something, as I said before we started recording, something is afoot. You're yep. right. So Something's weird here. Something is a little off. Um, obviously, I, it goes without saying that we're happy. We love this couple. We talk about them all the time. Okay, mm-hmm. that's not that interesting to discuss. What is interesting <laughs> to discuss is a perhaps Chris Jenner cover-up from some bad PR that Courtney was going mm-hmm. through. Yes! Okay, let me explain. So, Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker were on a flight right before they got engaged. They were flying... Los Angeles to New York, flying Delta business class, which good That's for them. Say it's surprising. They it um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Apparently, Travis's phone fell through the cracks of their seat. It's one of those full recline seats. Uh, mm-hmm. It happens to all of us. It does. Yeah. Courtney Kardashian apparently went fucking berserk <laughs> on this airline trying to find his phone before they took off. And apparently flight attendant tells her, please sit down. We're about to take off. She's frantically searching, throwing a fit, needing to find Travis's phone. Eventually, mm. she makes the flight attendants dismantle the seat. <gasps> oh, my God. 
Some reports are saying it took two hours. The Kardashian reps are saying, you know, it took five minutes. <laughs> Regardless, she absolutely flipped out. You know, hmm. obviously she's a very private person. Travis's phone probably has, if they're uploading like toe sucking or whatever on yeah. the internet, I, who knows what <laughs> is private for them. But so she looked really bad. All these yeah. news articles were like, Kourtney Kardashian went, goes berserk on flight, yada, yada, yada. Right. So my thought, and then right after they had this picture perfect engagement, all of a sudden that was wiped from the internet. Literally. Yeah. It was like Courtney goes berserk Friday. Courtney is engaged Sunday. (laughs) Yes. And actually, if you Google like Courtney Kardashian flight pre-engagement, it's all these articles. Post-engagement, all these news articles are like how Courtney helped Travis get over his fear of flying, (laughs) you know, after fatal crash, yada, yada, all good PR. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Guys. Something's happening. That's a okay. One, I gotta hand it to Chris because that is <laughs> uh-huh. genius level thinking here. Um, uh-huh. But I think you're 100 percent correct. I think you are 100 percent correct. I think she made Travis move up this engagement. I mean, <laughs> the Kardashians could have pulled this off. No offense to, but in a couple hours, like it, all yeah. you need is just the beach and flowers, which I feel like they have on hand at all times. <laughs> they have a it, flower guy on retainer. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, why did this happen at the Rosewood Miramar? Like, this is such a public place that it's a celebrity hotspot. Like, people, celebrities are spotted there all the time. So it's like, you know, someone's going to see it. Like, literally right in front of the hotel. Like, we could have gotten, like, I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's a beautiful beach, but it's Yeah, like, but people but were still. watching. There were like literally people on the beach with their phones <laughs> out just recording this moment. Yeah. It felt, I mean, Kylie Jenner hit her pregnancy for nine full months. And yeah. they, you know. Exactly. Exactly. They're capable of holding secretive events. And the fact that someone was like, my dad filmed Courtney yeah. getting yeah. engaged. <laughs> and that was like breaking news. Like that, they got it before TMZ. Right. Yeah. I know. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, that's the first fishy thing. We're like, okay. The second thing that people are, you know, spreading rumors about is that this is possibly Courtney's moment to have mm-hmm. her, like, main <laughs> character moment, quote-unquote, wow. on their new Hulu show. I was tr- They are actively filming now. This was filmed yeah. for their Hulu show. And I guess I it's going in a completely different direction, this Kardashian show, which I completely disagree with. I bet that's not the case at all. But <laughs> no. everyone's saying maybe— Kim is going to take a backseat. You know, she's like trying to be a lawyer. She's trying to fight right, the cause. Right. And maybe now Courtney's happy, very public with this relationship. Maybe mm. it's like her and Travis's moment to like, right. I don't know. Right. And so that was another rumor is that they had actually gotten engaged in Vegas. Like remember yes. when there was all those like weird Vegas photos and yes. like Travis's daughter was like, oh my God, so happy for you guys. And then they're redoing the engagement yes. for the Hulu show. I actually buy into this more than any other. Yeah. This is probably right. Courtney is so private. It just feels like she'd be okay with having her own moment. And then this public televised, you know, Mm -hmm. stunt, essentially. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, something is fishy. Regardless, the ring is is stunning. Uh, Oh, my God. Apparently, (laughs) it costs close to a million dollars, which is just. It is massive. Like, how many carrots is it? It's 15 carrots. Oh my god! I didn't know he was that rich. I didn't know that existed. That's <laughs> I know. And that too that is like definitely a blood diamond for sure. <laughs> yeah, it is. So Lorraine Shorts did this ring. Mm-hmm. She also did Kim's engagement ring to mm. Chris Humphreys, rest mm. in peace. And then wow. also her two rings from Kanye West. But I thought that was more fun. Wow. Anyway, it's obviously <laughs> gorgeous. It's like, but again. Not traditional because no one's having an engagement ring worth a million dollars. But this whole thing just felt like so normal. It's like a supersized version of like the ring that is really trendy right now. Yes. Where it's like the thin band with the like giant rock. Exactly. Just. Oh. So the obvious other piece that is on all of our minds is the Scott piece. And (laughs) everyone else is thinking it too. Everyone's asking what's happening to Scott and Amelia. You want to talk about this? Sure. Yes. Um, I don't know. Well, so I made a tweet that was like a picture of Leonardo DiCaprio (laughs) with binoculars. (laughs) And it was just like Scott trying to find a 19 year old to take to Courtney and Travis's wedding. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay, this tweet is getting decent uh, traction. Great. And then actually, you know, I don't have like a 
alert, a Google alert for my name or anything. I legitimately mm-hmm. just Googled Scott Disick because I enjoy reveling in his sadness. So I've yeah. been Googling his name a lot. Of course. And I, <laughs> right? And I found a um, Daily Mail piece and I was like, oh, weird. They also used uh, image of Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio. And then I clicked on it and they were quoting me. And I was like, well, now I can retire if the this Daily so Mail crazy. has closed. <laughs> they literally, it was literally their headline. <laughs> I was in shock. Yeah. So um, I think everyone else is kind of, you know, I don't want to say excited, but uh, interested in making fun yes. of Scott. Yeah. Just because, you know what? And I did feel bad for a second. And then I was like, this guy's had so many I, chances. Yeah. I know. So exactly. many chances. And it's like, you know, I don't really feel bad. And also you're the one who's dating. Like, it's not even like, it's a joke, but it's even, it's not even a joke because you uh-huh. do date 19 year olds. Yeah. If and- he like mm-hmm. didn't serially date 19 right. year olds, I would maybe yeah. feel like a little bit more sad for him. Yeah. But I just do not. Totally. And if he wasn't a serial asshole, obviously I was like the yes. long time keeping up with the Kardashians wa- viewer. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, they were always meant to be this hilarious. But no, if I actually go back and view it with like an adult lens, he was an actual asshole yeah. all the time. <laughs> Yeah. And it's sad. Yeah. Yeah. So good luck to Scott. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm- we should we should be focusing on the happy couple, but um yeah. okay, so let's talk about All the right. wedding kind. Yes. So let's make some wedding predictions. What are we thinking? Are we thinking something punk? Are we thinking something <laughs> extravagant? Like, is it gonna be like a weird punk rock wedding where like Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if there are black roses at this wedding, I think I won't oh, cover it. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Did you see the next day they were like photographed on the railroad tracks, like no? taking photos of each other? Yeah. And they were both wearing like hot topic clothes. It was like, what? Stop. Insane. Was this Courtney yes. Kardashian? <laughs> yes. Where and they were taking this? photos of each other on a railroad track and they oh. were wearing like oh my God. black clothing. Amelia, send those to me immediately after we record. (laughs) So I really think this would go like one of two ways. I think if this rumor that this is all for the show are true and that this is like Courtney's main character moment, I think it's going to be something like super extravagant. I mean, you do have to remember like this is her first engagement. Yeah. And so she might want something extravagant. So I feel like the hot place to have weddings right now is like Lake Como. Mm. Oh my um, god. Like if you want to be like really be like I am rich and wealthy, mm-hmm. look at my mm-hmm. wealthiness. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if they want to go punk, I do see them I could see them like bringing it back to Vegas. Oh. And doing god. like you know like a Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas style uh, like oh Vegas my god. wedding. Kaya, let me ask you, do you think they're going to do two different weddings? This would be harder to pull off than two different engagements, but do you think they'll have one for the show and then one kind of actually for the family and for themselves? Oh, wow. Hmm. Maybe. I mean, I could see them doing like a sweet like backyard wedding in Calabasas for like their private, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. just because I do feel like with all the kids, you want to do something like more personal. Yeah, sure. Um, Yeah. But… We shall see. I know. It, I do feel like there will be something for the show. Yeah. Oh I my f- god. I feel like this is at least seasons one and maybe one and a half. Like end of season two is like their actual wedding. They are so good yeah. at planning these things. This is obviously <laughs> the biggest thing that's happened to Courtney in the whole mm-hmm. keeping up. Like her character. Like what arc, is Poosh? Seriously. Yeah. So yeah. Oh my god. Can you imagine the Poosh articles about wedding planning? <laughs> oh my. Tony. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh my God. She's going to um, do like a special offshoot of Poosh, like Poosh yeah. weddings or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, my before God. we move on, I'm so curious about this last comment. Yeah. Amelia, you have to explain. Okay. So I was going on to my favorite gossip website. Oh no, they didn't. And someone mm-hmm. decided to be a very nice person and post uh, images from his memoir because apparently he has a memoir and that's where he talked about having like a crush on Kim and again this mm. guy has like openly been horny about Kim which is like mm. I don't that's just so weird to me okay. it's he so like one of the things he says is like uh you know when I was dating Shauna I was talking with Kim Kardashian and like she is so hot like she's so hot like he literally says Ooh. like she is so hot Mm -hmm. Um, And then someone else posted a uh, an image of like his friends 
contribute to the memoir and like it's like their little time to speak or whatever. And apparently at his bachelor party for his first wife, because he's been married two times before, um, they went to like a club in uh, the Inland Empire and like, and like, okay, please skip ahead if you're very easily offended. But they like this guy says like 20 different women were giving Travis oral sex on like the night before his wedding. Oh, and yes. And then Travis goes in and he talks about how he's like, yeah, I just like cheated on my wife all the time. And it's just like, oh, "Oh, no, my God. Oh, my God. Why have I not seen a single thing about that? It's because Chris Jenner, man. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He, I guess is maybe a serial cheater. And even he, mm. uh, his ex, his most recent, his second wife, Shanna Mokler, uh, I think I called her Shanna. I'm sorry, Shanna. And she said that this is the second time that this family has wrecked her family because she claims that Travis cheated on her with Kim to begin with, even though they both Stop. deny it. Wow. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Mm. So... He I has been around that. Fa- I mean, they're family yeah. friends. That's the whole like hook with it for a million right. years. So, mm-hmm. wow, it's much to think about. Yes, yeah. much yeah. to think about. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, okay. Well, we're obviously keeping very close tabs on all of this. Amelia's I- seen on like I've never seen these railroad photos. They're absolutely amazing. Um, okay, but obviously, as things progress, we will continue updating yeah. this. Um, okay. All right. Everything yeah. else is kind of small beans, but <laughs> <laughs> um, unfortunately, Lala Kent and Randall, a la Vanderpump Rules, have split up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Do you guys, Amelia, do you watch Vanderpump Rules? I've only seen like the crossover episode that was on mm. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but I know they're like very popular. I know who you're talking about. Okay, great. Um, Liz? So. Nope. Okay, great. But I know Lala Kent. She's <laughs> Everywhere on page six. So continue. yeah. Oh yeah. This is where the page six broke the news exclusively. So um, <laughs> our main pa- source of truth. Okay, continue. <laughs> so I mean, this will be quick, but apparently there was like some social media photos like floating around of Randall in um, Nashville and like photos of him like cozying up to girls and stuff and blah blah blah. And then Lala followed up and was like. Yeah, he cheated on me. Like, we're over. She's moved her and her baby, Ocean. They're now in the Beverly Hills Hotel. The baby's name is Ocean? The baby's name is Ocean. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so they're done for now. We'll see if they get back together. Um, Do you think they will? I kind of feel like they will. I mean, they literally just had a child together like seven months ago. And like on the current season of Vanderpump Rules that is airing right now, they are like together and in love, which is kind of why it makes it sad. Um, Yeah, I was just going to ask you as a fan of the show, is this like sad for fans or is it like what? How is the... I think it is because I think (laughs) they have a really funny, like their backstory to the relationship is really funny. He he cheated on his ex-wife with Lala. Mm. Um, and for Red like flag. years on the show, she the, he was like her secret boyfriend. And <gasps> she would not like reveal who he was. And he was just like her like secret rich boyfriend. Oh my until God. up until like a, I think it was like two seasons, two or three seasons ago, she was finally like, this is Randall. And he's <laughs> he's like this like no offense to Randall, but he's, you know, he's not the <laughs> most good looking guy ever. Sure. He's kind of short and fat, but. Um. <laughs> but other than that, he's rich. So, yeah, exactly. His thing is like he makes like really bad movies like. Um, oh, yes. Mid- I do know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it was like the Megan Fox movie, like Midnight Switchblade in the Grass or something. That was like a oh, Randall. Geez. That was a Randall <laughs> film. Um, <laughs> Randall production. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, hopefully they can work it out. Didn't you know. he put her in his movie or something? Like that was one of the things where it's like, oh my yeah, God, he put yeah, her in a movie. Yeah. Right. Okay. She, her, she's trying to be an actor. Um, Got it. And so. didn't, I was kind of surprised too because I felt like they were very, and again, I don't watch the show, but like I had heard that they're very like ride or die for each other. Like they had the whole Fofty incident, yeah. 50 Cent. <laughs> Do you guys I'm remember sorry. Fofty? Yeah. 
Randall like somehow offended uh, 50 Cent. I cannot remember the details of this, but it led to him being on Twitter like, Fofty, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm in the hospital. <laughs> what? He had like a panic attack and he went to the hospital because he was like afraid of 50 Cent. I'm sorry. Okay. We'll have to revisit that at another time. I need to learn more. This probably all sounds like literally just makes no sense, which it doesn't. It's like Mad Libs. Okay. It makes you want to watch the show, honestly. Yeah. Lastly, this is... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. No, please. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Lastly, I'm excited for this, Amelia. (laughs) Okay. Two Bachelor in Paradise favorites, um, Abigail and Noah, who, as you know, they had a very up and down relationship on the latest season of Mm -hmm. Bachelor in Paradise. Well, they're still together. And he recently, this was in Us Weekly, they... He took to Instagram stories or something and was like, Abigail and I were at a nice dinner. We hop in the car. We start listening to Annie of all things. It's raining. The mood is getting right. We get to my house. I stop the car. I look at Abigail and think, dang, she looks pretty. Turns out I never put the car in park and I rolled right through my house and right through my grass and hit my house. So He ran his car into his house after making out with Abigail to the soundtrack to Annie, the musical. (laughs) Because things got hot and heavy after. Which Annie song, I wonder, like Hard Knock Life. (laughs) I feel like it's got to be a deeper cut. I feel like that's too popular and you got to start singing along to Hard Knock Life. It's got to be maybe more of a ballad or something. But I can just imagine because like if you've ever listened to the soundtrack of Annie, it's like these really just like theater kid voices are like, yeah. yes, that come out. It's so screechy. Like, yes. I- <laughs> How are you making out? He was like, the mood was getting right. Yeah, You're like, making out to that Annie. set the mood? That The mood should have been set despite the fact that Annie was playing on the fucking speakers. Oh my God. Well, I guess I'm glad they're okay. <laughs> Right. I yes. saw that headline and I was like, oh no, like I hope they're okay. And it was like he just like rolled his car like slightly into the garage. So right, right. So <laughs> they're fine. But, I love uh, that. You found that early this week. I've been I'm really happy we got to talk like, about it. So weird. So of course, like it's just so on brand for these two. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Next category. Uh we're starting with some other stuff, and then we're going back to reality TV. So first, um, in social media, I'm curious if you guys live on the same TikTok. I know so far we have not, but maybe our paths are about to cross. Do you guys know about Bones Day? Or like, yes. No. Oh, you do, Kaya. Yes. Thank God. Yes, I love Bones Day. Okay, so maybe Wait. you can help me explain it. Amelia, do you know? No, I'm so excited to learn though. Okay, so it's like this whole thing. Is it a Bones Day or no Bones Day? Okay, okay. Apparently, it involves a 13-year-old pug named Noodle. And Noodle's owner, Jonathan Graziano, posts about him. Started posting in September 2020. He has 2 million followers now. And he wakes up his 13-year-old pug and kind of like props him up. And if he like slouches back down, it's a no bones day. But if he stays upright, it's a mm-hmm. bones day. Mm-hmm. Which like at face value is like, kind of boring but people love this and like live every day to see if it's gonna Mm -hmm. be a bones day or not a bone or no bones day he went on the today show what (laughs) noodle yeah Yeah. that's insane kaya thoughts yeah um i i love this i don't know why the pug is just like so cute and the way he like i think it's to the way uh the owner like narrates everything in like a if it's a bones day, it's supposed to be like a good day, like treat yourself, mm. like blah, blah, blah. You're going to have a good day. And if it's a no right. bones day, then I don't know. Like it's not going to be a great day. He's well, it's like, like cancel your plans, yeah. stay in, do your self-care, take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. It's a no bones day. Liz, do you know what today is? No. What is it? It's a no bones day. Oh, Jesus. No. <laughs> you know what? Okay. So maybe I'm just way too cynical. But at this point, like Amazon Prime is commenting on these videos on a no yeah, bones. And it's like, yeah. time to get cozy, y'all. And I'm like, okay. It's, wow. It's yeah. starting to round the corner from like cute social media thing to like, okay, now like all the brands are getting into it and Noodle's going to have like a freaking sponsorship. Yeah. Yeah. Which Grumpy K 
that is cool. Maybe that owner a lot of money. But also, Kai, I don't know if this is so cynical. Maybe it's because I came in when they were already famous. And if I was watching this rise, I'd be like, oh, this is so charming. Feels like the owner really loves the fact that his dog is this internet sensation. He feels yeah. like very theatrical. But yeah. maybe that's why yeah. people like it. Maybe I'm just being too much of a cynic. I don't know. Wow. I... Okay, so I thought that we were talking about Bones, the TV show at first. I thought that's what we were going to talk about. <laughs> no. And then I thought it was about some guy collecting human bones because I know that was a thing on TikTok. What? I, uh. I know. And then I thought you were going to say like a dog getting bones, but it's literally just him either being able to sit up on his own with his own bones or his bones being too old yeah. for him and he's just falling over. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I, it is. Yeah. It's cute. It's charming. Oh, it's funny. Yeah. All right. So anyway, that's bones or no bones if you guys see that online. Um, next thing, Kaya. Uh, okay, next thing. Uh, I don't know if any like Marvel fans listen to this podcast. Like, I don't know what the crossover between like Tea Time fans and Marvel <laughs> fans is, but yeah. this will contain a spoiler for Eternals. So if you care about that, skip ahead. Like, <laughs> I don't know, a minute or so. Um, but okay, pause, pause. Um, in the you are post- such a good you are such oh. a watch producer I would have just plowed through that spoiler and we always do that I feel like we blow everything you are so much more professional nicely done nicely done I've learned I've learned the Marvel <laughs> fans okay and I hope none are listening but they were rabid about spoilers okay um, so in the post credit scene for Eternals, it is revealed that Harry Styles is entering the Marvel cinema- Cinematic Universe as Eros, who is Thanos's brother. Interesting. Thoughts? What? Feelings? Will he also be giant with a large chin? That is a great question. I actually do not know. That would feel like a disservice to Harry Styles, <laughs> like picking that character for him, because it's like, True. well, it's Harry Styles. Right. Isn't Thanos, all the, well, huh. the, we can talk about this because it's going to sound, I don't know so little about it. Isn't Thanos like a giant? monster type thing like yeah. was he at one point a human yeah oh i see okay so then wow that feels weird for harry styles feels like he should go more than like dunk like you know world war ii drama yeah bit. i don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is puzzling i don't know right. if i like him in the like marvel that, cinematic yeah. universe it's so i, I do weird. not i do not i think this is unfortunate it is very much they are collecting their own like infinity stones of famous people they're it's like all like, right yeah. why does every single promising young actor have to join yes. a comic book movie truly like, though why truly also, I, I mean i i get it but it feels like he is so much he i don't know it feels like he would have gone like the artsy route like being yeah, a pta yeah. movie maybe but this is like almost yeah. like too easy for him i don't know yeah i don't know but then it's just like every every single actor like every single actor you can think of yeah you're right ha- is in it like even whether they're artsy or not but yeah right. I, I, I thought i thought he would have held out a little longer well yeah and didn't they just also skip ahead if you don't want marvel spoilers but they casted that will poulter guy too right who is that i don't he he's in like he's has like kind of an interesting face oh Um, yeah 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 that guy yeah i think they cast him and he's like out here looking like a hemsworth brother now what oh my god is that the kid with the eyebrows amelia (laughs) yes yes i swear and they he has these new photos and he looks like really cute it's i can't even it's so strange it's so strange Good for Harry Styles, I guess. I mean, I'm sure he's collecting yeah, the check. Uh, that's true. We'll have to wait for Kate to get back from Scotland to hear how she feels about this. I know. This is so funny. I actually feel like this has stumped us. Like, we're not often left kind of just like without words to say about something. I have I no just thought- hope they don't turn him no into thoughts. Thanos. Like, right. know, they definitely won't. Oh, my God. That would be so funny. Let's ask Kate how she feels when she gets yeah. back. Um, so, you know, Marvel, something that went around that was actually just very heartwarming and cute was at the Eternals premiere this week. Um, Angelina Jolie brought some of her children, not every single one were there. Really? But Matt, um, yes, one was missing. Oh, she has so many kids, you know? So I'm many kids. Like, I don't know. Right. I think Pax uh, was the one who was missing. Yes, thank you. Mm, okay. Um, but the big thing was seeing some of these children that have grown up and they oh, are actually oh, so 
old now. Yeah. Shiloh so is old. 15 years old. Oh and then Vivian gosh. and Knox is 13. That's crazy. And I liked it because they're all, you know, mixed with like vintage pieces. I bet each one of them had like a story behind what they're wearing. Mm-hmm. Right. But she said that we upcycled my old stuff. So Zahara was wearing her mother's, like her silver 2014 mm-hmm. Academy Awards gown, which was really memorable. I feel like everyone kind of instantly yeah. recognized it. Yes. So that was really sweet. Imagine having that closet. I know. Oh my God. God. And then Amazing. Angelina Jolie was wearing like a brown drape, which oh God, <laughs> was no. weird. So boring. <laughs> and then um, Salma Hyde brought her daughter uh, Valentina there too. So I was like, oh, oh I cute. would do it too if I was in a Marvel movie. Yeah. Sure. Um, okay. Next thing, Kaya. This is just something to keep an eye on. Um, Cardi B and Penn Badgley have like a little, like, I don't know if you go so far as to call it like a flirtation. But mm. they are just kind of interacting on Twitter, which I just find to be like extremely random. But I will say Cardi B has her finger on the pulse of pop culture. Like she yes. is always like up on what's trending. Like her profile picture right now is like the Squid Games girl, but um, <laughs> her hair is like blue. <laughs> her hair and is what? Her hair is like blue. Like she oh, okay. has like redone the robot girl in Squid Games to look... <laughs> Oh. More like Cardi B. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love but, that. And so then there was a video on Twitter of Penn Badgley being like, oh, yeah, I love Cardi B. And then Cardi B like quote tweeted it. It was like, oh, my God, like he knows who I am. Like I'm famous. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, Cardi B. Insane. <laughs> Penn Badgley knows who you are. Right. And then... Penn Badgley tweet quote tweeted that it was like I dash like Cardi Classic. B is saying like I, you know whatever blah <laughs> yeah, blah blah yeah that's funny um and then they switch profile pictures so now Penn Badgley's profile picture on Twitter <laughs> is Cardi B and Cardi B's profile picture is Penn Badgley like a still from you of him like creepily staring out the window. <laughs> What is this? So what is I don't this? know. I don't know what's happening right now, but yeah, just something to keep an eye on. Is she still with Offset? Yeah. Yeah. Is he married to anyone? Or I feel like I would love to see them together. The weird thing is like <laughs> this doesn't like scream flirty to me, only but they're just more like in awe of each other's fame, which I feel like yeah. is more if I, I think it's more impressive that Cardi B knows Penn Badgley than Penn Badgley knows Cardi well, B. Agree. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I think right? Cardi B is like watching Definitely. you right now. Like I think Cardi B just like <laughs> loves streaming TV and like that's so she's one of funny. us. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh God, my God. Okay. Before we wrap up this category and to go to cringe mode, we're going to do like a little reality TV check-in. We're at different parts of the season for like some of our main reality mm-hmm. TV programs that we love and care about. Yes. Yes. First Bachelorette premiere this week, Michelle mm-hmm. season kicked off. Guys, thoughts, didn't watch it. How is her season so far? <laughs> I am cautiously optimistic. I yeah. They think they spent like a lot more money on this season, which I do <laughs> hope will make a difference. Like when you compare Michelle's promos to Katie's promos, you're just oh like, my oh god. my god, yeah. poor Katie got freaking yeah offended if I, I were know, Katie. I'd be I would have like a lawsuit. Honestly, <laughs> I, I know. Honestly. <laughs> This is tough back to back. It does seem like every well, obviously, I think everyone's just more excited to watch Michelle's journey. Yeah. I know I yeah. will be tuning into this season and I did not with Katie's. Um totally. Yeah. I, I think that. Michelle is gonna be a like a compelling lead. Like she did really well the first episode. All the guys were like mm-hmm. kind of bland, but like Michelle, mm-hmm. you know, she really carried like a lot of the show. It does seem too like they're gonna be traveling this season. Oh yes. Like they keep showing like flashes to like an exotic beach. And like, I know they're not doing international travel. Right. So I'm trying to figure out like where in the US that is, or maybe they did like Mexico. But yeah, that would maybe. Seem, yeah. And they keep flashing to, not that I, I'm just like, Minnesota. So like, I know, like, <laughs> it's great. you know, like, what is the the guy in Tiger King where he's like, I know that's panhandle water. It's like, I know that's Minnesota lake water. So like, yeah, aren't they like boating on a, they're the boating Minna- on Lake Minnetonka? And then yeah. they go, <laughs> yeah, baby. And hey, Scott Disick one time mentioned Lake Minnetonka. Very exciting. It um, looks like a lovely lake. 
It is. It's a nice lake. Um, and then they also like for whatever reason they go to a Vikings game and a Twins game, and it's just like okay, they both like really suck, but okay, have fun. So, <laughs> so yeah, I feel like cautiously optimistic. Okay, like, what so, about yeah. you? I yeah, me too. I mean, I love Michelle so much. I think she's just great. I just I just love her, and so yeah. I'm like rooting for her. You know? Okay. Yeah, me too. So strong start. We're yeah. pro. Bachelorette this season. <laughs> Next is it like a mid-season Great British Bake Off mm. check-in. Amelia, I started watching this because I love so everything glad. you and Kate do and I'm listening to everything is cake. So then I started watching Thank the show. You. You're, is, if it's about mid-season, a couple people have gone, a couple people still there. What are your thoughts on the season so far? Yeah, you know, I think it's good. There are clearly a couple favorites. Um, if you're mm. watching, you know, it's uh, Jurgen and Giuseppe and they're adorable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's like, I think they're better bakers than they were last season. So that's exciting oh, as well. Yeah. yeah, I'm big fan of Freya because I am yes. dairy free and the girl is trying really hard to to keep things tasty while being vegan. <laughs> and I really respect that because it is it's not amazing. easy. It's not easy. Totally. Oh, totally. And she's 19, which is really um, wow. incredible too. Yeah. yeah. I was sad when Maggie, the older woman, left. Oh, she was sweet, but she sucked. She needed to go. She, I mean, she really by the skin of her teeth for a few episodes <laughs> and that woman. But she was delightful. She really was. Yeah. Um, and also there's still time for people to catch up. It's all on Netflix. So these things are very it accessible. Is. And it's mm. such happy viewing. I cannot yes. explain it enough. I would highly it's recommend delightful. it. And then you watch, uh, listen to Everything is Cake with uh, Millie and Kate afterwards. It's a perfect combo. Thank you. Yeah. And then I don't know. Have you guys been watching Survivor? No? Just caught That's up. Okay. So oh, really? I am. Yeah, I'm good. I'm ready. Wow. I so I'm not watching this current season, but I did restart my oh, nice. Survivor journey. Oh, good. Thank and God. I'm watching Survivor Philippines. Nice. Okay. Yes. That's Is that a good one. season? I like that season. It's with the lady from the facts. The yes. Facts of, facts life. of life. Yes. And, and they bring back uh yeah, they bring like back like Penner. three contestants yeah, who okay. um, yep. had like medical emergencies <laughs> and almost yeah, right. died. And they're like, right. let me back in there. <laughs> they bring the guy that was like fell into the fire. They bring yeah. back. Yeah. The guy who yeah passed like, out. Yeah. Passed mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. So Hi, it's I'm been so great. happy you're back on this journey. Welcome. Thank it's you. A fun season. Feels really good <laughs> to be great. back. I'm not going to lie. Yay. Yeah. So Amelia, how do you feel about the season so far? I actually, you know what? It, I was first kind of turned off that it was only going to be 29 days, but I like it because it's like the pace is faster and it's just like, mm. ooh. And mm. I actually really like a lot of the players. What yeah. do you think? I like them. I have a question for you. And maybe it's because yes. the last one I watched was season two, Australia, where it actually feels like they didn't do a single challenge. They were just filming them all like living <laughs> in the camp and just like interacting yeah. with each other. Feels mm -hmm. like there's a lot of new rules. I'm sure everyone has a certain opinion about this. They obviously sure. changed the game a lot this season. A lot has happened. Yes. Took this hiatus, obviously, because of the pandemic. It feels a little bit too much to keep up with. I actually don't actually fully understand, oh, this is activated when only three people say this word and then this is not activated. It's it's a lot to that, track. It is a lot. It is a lot to track. And also it's like every time, every episode they have like two people go off to the like a, a, a long ass hill and then they have to like turn a <laughs> wheel and they're like, okay, save your, I'm like, I don't, okay, Weird. I don't get this. Yeah. yeah. There's just a lot yeah. of new rules. It's interesting, it's but it's very cinematic this season. If you're like it's into shot, beauty <laughs> shots of Fiji, this one's for you. Oh, Fiji. Yeah. Nice. Truly. Do you have any favorite players? Honestly, not yet. I'm still okay. hung up on just like, I'm trying to keep track of everybody. Um, it's, yeah. It's and I very just fast paced. JD, I was sad to see him go. I felt very upset. I, my dad was so pissed when JD left. I yeah. know. And he's such like a sweet, he was just like, I love Survivor. Did I you know, notice like, how? Oh yeah, sorry. I was going to say he's kind of annoying, but like he meant so <laughs> well. And I was like, I do kind of want to see you succeed. <laughs> But I know. And he's yeah. like, I was bullied and a survivor got me through it. And then they show, and I love the producers because they're sneaky and they show like him being like, I was bullied. And then they show a photo of him being prom king. It's like, okay. All right. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Who's your favorite so far? I love Shan. Oh yeah. Yeah. Shan. I think she's a badass. So, okay. You know. And you can Wait. watch these. Oh yeah. Go ahead. Oh, but I was just going to say before we move on from Survivor, so Amelia was on... Uh, oh, the Ringer Survivor podcast, The Pod Has Spoken this week, which is hosted by Tyson, Tyson the legend. Mm. Uh, yeah. 
let me tell you, I was nervous. And were um, you? I'm oh my sure, god! Oh. Yes, I'm sure it really came off as me being like. Uh, uh, uh. I would have been so starstruck. That's so cool. Oh, I like told him within the first like second of meeting him. I was like, I just want to let you know that I'm so starstruck <laughs> right now. <laughs> That's a bucket list. You have been like such a longtime fan. And they're like, now look at you, uh, Amelia. Uh, thank you. It was really, you know, I, I can't even, there are no words to describe. So, you know, go listen. <laughs> go listen. <laughs> okay, quickly. We got to, I can't believe we're, it's a long pod. So quickly, um, new Selling Sunset is coming out yes. uh, November 24th. I cannot freaking wait. So excited. Um, they're all the same people are coming back, all your favorites. Um, mm-hmm. And then they're also adding two newcomers, quote unquote, that I think will be joining the Oppenheim group. One is a model and frozen foods entrepreneur. <laughs> and sure. I would like to know more. Yeah. And then the other one she have just is, get her license or what is going on here? Probably. Like, she looks yeah. like all of them. She, yeah. It, okay. yeah. It's like yeah. a match. Okay. And then the other one has no description. Her name is just <laughs> Vanessa. So we'll see what these two ladies bring to the table. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you think because they also they also announced they're renewing it for season five? Of um, so is Chrishell and one of the Oppenheim? I could not tell Jason? you which Chrishell and Jason's relationship going to be on this season or on season five? It has I to be this season, right? This season, and I think that Italy trip where they kind of debuted this whole thing will maybe Ooh. be at oh. the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh my I god, they were filming throughout the pandemic. I am pumped. <laughs> I thought she was with The Rock for a second when I saw that photo. I was like, oh my God. That's very kind to Jason. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Um, And then last rally TV. Yes. Sorry. One quick thing. For fans of 90 Day Fiance, uh, the best iteration of the show before the 90 days is coming back. And it looks like crazy all over again. So get excited, everyone. Woohoo. Yay. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. We're doing cringe mode. It's only going to get better from here. Um, we're doing the fantastic, acclaimed movie <laughs> Ghostbusters from mm-hmm. 2016. Indeed. Um, this was my fault. I suggested this movie. You know, it's <laughs> Halloween. You know, it's like a no, October it was a good suggestion. kind of movie. Yeah. No, it, it's good. We haven't done a 
stinker in a while. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You guys are way too nice to me. Okay. I don't know if either of you want to take the plot. I can just read kind of the the wiki summary, if that's sure. okay. Unless you want to go strongly. Yeah. No, okay. go for it. Paranormal researcher, Melissa McCarthy, and physicist Aaron Gilbert, who would be Kristen Wiig, are trying to prove that ghosts exist in modern society. When strange, basically, blah, 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 when they start appearing in Manhattan, these two turn to engineer Jillian Holtzman, who's Kate McKinnon, uh, for help. (laughs) And then they're joined by Patty Tolan, who is Leslie Jones. Uh, Basically, the four women fight an epic battle against ghosts. And you Mm -hmm. guys know it's Ghostbusters. They just try to catch ghosts. Exactly. Okay. Pretty simple. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So let's do the highlights. Let's start there. Yes. <laughs> um, you know what? On the note of it's Ghostbusters, I appreciate that they gave us who you're going to call within the first five minutes of this movie. You know? Yeah. It's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, it yeah. is Ghostbusters. Start so the, hype. the goddamn yeah. song. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I did get a little like more hyped up when that song came out. Yeah. 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 It is a song Agreed. that will hype you up. Yeah. And then yeah. I, sure progressively got hyped. <laughs> yeah. The there movie. you go. And you know what? Yeah. That's okay. I also think that everyone has really good chemistry, like of the four main people. Yeah. Like it really does seem like they had a fun time making this, you know, not to quote Liza Minnelli for the second time in like five <laughs> podcasts, but it really did seem like they had a fun time and they enjoy each other. And I, I think that actually speaks to something about the film as in like it just it's yes. like, you know when you watch a film with good chemistry it's like okay at least you don't yeah. the film might be bad but you guys had a great time making it exactly yeah you know? it does seem like they had fun and it so you can't really go wrong in theory with Leslie Jones Kristen Wiig Melissa McCarthy and Kate right. McKinnon so my highlight, um, obviously a lot of comedic power in this mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Some worked, some didn't, um, I think, which we'll talk about. But I did think of all the people who were trying, Melissa McCarthy and Leslie Jones were funny at times. Yeah. 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 yeah no, I think they were funny. It's, yeah. You know, they had some good lines. Yes. Yeah. I laughed out loud at a couple things Leslie Jones said, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I love everything <laughs> Melissa McCarthy does. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. good. Yeah, when she smacked uh, Melissa McCarthy, I thought that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then I love I love the way we're saying all this. Like, so this was good. Um, and then also there were some very good CGI's, a big budget yes. movie. Obviously, yes. 2016, we're in the modern era of all the graphics. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a lot of muscle yeah. put behind these things. The like, you know, things to try to catch the ghosts. They're like, yep. and the ghosts themselves, all pretty impressive. Yeah, you want, do you want some blue. stats, Liz? Yeah, of course I do. Um, so this movie had a $144 million budget. Jeez. Holy. And it grossed $229 million worldwide. Okay, that's but not bad. Because of the combined production, marketing, and other costs, <laughs> it became oh. a box office bomb with mm. losses over $70 million. Oh, so okay. yikes. They... They spent a lot of money on this movie and it shows, you know, they have, I mean, they must have spent like $20 million alone on the Ozzy Osbourne cameo. Yeah, we'll get to that. That was <laughs> um, insane. Uh-huh. And yes, I mean, you know, there was a lot of charismatic people in this and mm-hmm. it looked good, but it was just simply boring. It, and yes. I don't know how you yeah. do that. And I will yeah. say, too, that this movie was kind of, like, doomed from the start. Like, there was just a lot of, like, really, really toxic conversation around this movie around the time before it came out with a lot of, like, you know, sexist, like, how dare you remake the Ghostbusters with four women? There mm. was some yeah. racially charged comments about Leslie Jones's character. Yeah. Um, so this movie kind of just, like, I don't think it was ever going to do well. Yeah, yeah. that's... Too bad. This it's, brings us to our lowlights. We were talking about this off mic. Obviously, we, I mean, I, we love these women. We want them to be, and I wish this did super well. I wish this was a better movie. Simply right. put, yeah. some exactly. of this just failed a little bit, but it has nothing to do with the, if this right. was a standalone movie, I think I would have absolutely felt the same. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. On that note, I think it just felt kind of like a never ending SNL sketch, you know? Yeah. Just like yeah. some good jokes here, a lot of not so great jokes. A lot of bits. Mm-hmm. 
a lot mm-hmm. of bits, a lot of, a lot of characters that were doing character like things. Yeah. And just like, yeah. okie dokie. It felt like, have you guys seen that alien sketch on SNL with Kate McKinnon? <laughs> yes. That was like, mm-hmm. that, it was like one of the all time best SNL sketches. It felt like they, I don't actually don't know if that came before or after this movie. That's a good question. But it felt like Kate McKinnon was just doing her character in the alien sketch in this movie yeah, the entire sure. time. Kate McKinnon, whatever she, it didn't super <laughs> no. work for me. Um, and I wanted it, it yeah. to work so badly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I find all of these people so funny. Like all the individual parts are so good, but put mm-hmm. together, it just, it did not work as well. Yeah, That's right. There's like something. seven different bits going on in each scene. It just right. like didn't, yeah. 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 And then there's um, Chris Hemsworth. The most egregious oh. of all. <laughs> that was like, I'm sorry, but he is just not as funny as he thinks he is in this. Okay. No. I have to tell you guys something. So I was looking on IMDb <laughs> for some trivia to try to fill out this cringe mode category. So here's what they are reporting. Chris Hemsworth was concerned having to face off against three funny women for the interview mm. scene because he gets hired to be the Ghostbusters right. receptionist. Right. Um, as he doesn't consider himself much of an improviser. But when the time came, he improvised the bit with the lens-free glasses and the mic hat line, amongst others, which oh. I thought was the most cringy two moments <laughs> of the whole movie. <laughs> Whatever he was improvising, essentially they're like, oh, you're wearing glasses. And it turns out they're lens, there's no yeah. lenses in yeah. there. Right. He like right. pokes yeah. his eye in these lenses. And then he has a dog named My Cat. Oh my <laughs> God. So that's better that it was not written, but worse that's, for Chris uh, Also, I'm glad that Chris Hemsworth is self-aware and knows that That's, he is bad at improvising. Oh, <laughs> that my is true. God, I that like says a lot that that was him. And I, <laughs> also, it's like the I'm so hot, but I'm so dumb. I can't function. Got just like very it's tiring, old. Yeah, this is very old. Really quickly. like this. It that feels like. Why was that written that recently? Well, because yeah. they think it is progressive because it's a man doing it instead of a woman. So they're <laughs> exactly. like, this is so avant garde. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, yeah. I, maybe it was his performance that was bad. I don't know. It just did not work. Yeah, I feel uh, like. Yeah. Oh. Um, I talked about Kate McKinnon's performance. You want to talk about Kristen Wiig? <laughs> oh, really? God. I just like that wig that she was doing, that she was in, that she was forced to wear. was yeah. just, so dirty. They really did. It's like, what is this supposed to, what are you, why are you doing this to What's, her? Like, supposed to what be like, the point? I don't know. She's supposed to be like academic. And so she has to have brown bangs. Like, right. Yeah, right. It was so We've bad. talked a lot about bad wigs. We've not seen a good wig in a really long time. No, in the mode. we really have not. <laughs> they also piggybacking off of your highlight, Millie, where like you hear the Ghostbusters song. You're like, yeah, you actually get jazz. <laughs> Later in the movie, they remake, you know, they remix Ghostbusters to like a modern, right. grittier Ghostbusters. It was so bad. Just play the song <laughs> twice. It's that right. good. I don't yeah, get it. I didn't need it. No. Didn't also, need it. didn't need this movie to be two hours long. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it was so long. Like, and then there was like <laughs> one point, I think it was probably like all the Chris Hemsworth stuff where I was like, you could have just cut this. We could have been at a tight 90 minutes. Yeah. This Kaya, didn't I, need to be here. I saw you in the outline at 11 p.m. last night starting <laughs> to write. And I was like, if she just pressed play on this two-hour movie, I feel bad. It was uh, it was tough times last night. I won't, night. I won't share what time I finished this movie at. Um, nor will I share where I fell asleep in the movie. Um, oh, my God. And then also, if you watch it on Amazon and like, you know, when you're watching stuff on Amazon, if you pause it, the actors will like come up and they'll mm-hmm. be like, oh, so and so is in this scene. Very helpful. But they also did this thing with this movie, which I don't know if they do this for all movies. This is the first time I've noticed it. They also do goofs, they call them, and they basically point out where in the movie they fucked up, like with production. And so like in the scene with Bill Murray's character, when he comes in Mm. and is like, I don't believe you guys, like show me the ghost, blah, blah, blah. They're like, oh, you can see in the windows behind Bill Murray, like production lights and crew. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. That's rude. That's rude, Amazon. That's unnecessary. (laughs) (laughs) Like, way to kick this movie when it's down. Jeez. Jeez. We're going to pick it back up. Uh, We're doing MVPs. Some 
performances. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know what? I'm going to say that I think Melissa McCarthy is giving us something. Yes. I don't really know yeah. exactly what it is, but it's definitely more than I, I will. I like Leslie Jones, but it's it's definitely more than the other two. I mean, it is just oh. really yeah. dialing it in. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Out of the four, you yeah, Kate McKinnon, Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, Leslie Jones. I think uh, for me, I'm picking Leslie Jones because I actually laughed out loud when they were in that concert yeah. and the rock band was performing. Sure, yeah. She was trying to get the ghost. Um, because it's certainly not the other two, but it's one <laughs> no. of them. No. Yeah. Kristen Wiig was just like really low energy, I felt like. Yeah. And then, I mean, we already talked about like Kate, what McKay oh. McKinnon was doing, which was, I don't know, not it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's somewhere between those two. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. We're doing lightning round. <laughs> uh, we're getting we're through this right category. Along. Yeah. What was the best cameo? Bill Murray, for me personally. I love Bill Murray, so. I gotta give it to Ozzy Osbourne. Who knows why he was in that? <laughs> And he was literally in it for just two seconds, right? Yeah. Like I didn't fall asleep and miss. He was literally <laughs> just there. He just came in, went, Sharon. <laughs> and that was it. It was gone. I don't know. Like why? I don't know. Uh, it's puzzling. Sharon. Uh, <laughs> On a scale of one, uh, not scary at all, to five, which is super scary. What would you rate this movie, Amelia? I said five as in it's scary bad. I'm, no, okay. I'm just joking. I'm sorry. That was a really dumb joke. Um, <laughs> I would say one. I would say one. Yeah. yeah I thought one. none of the ghosts were scary, but that incel janitor was <laughs> yeah. actually kind of freaky in you're a real right. world way. He was so right. I'm it like a you're two. Right. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, yeah, it's a one. I would, I would like one and a half. I thought the like mannequin chasing Leslie Jones was oh, like, that yeah. was like kind of scary. Um, I forgot about that. You're right. That was yeah. creepy. So, yeah. yeah. And I was kind of scared that the train was going to hit them. Um, oh, sure. Yeah. So you like one and a half. Okay. Um, and then what was the best Ghostbuster gadget, Amelia? <laughs> okay. Melissa McCarthy kept on whipping out this light up wand that like swirled around. And it like honestly looked like one of those light up <laughs> yeah. wands that you get. At, I like, had you know, one of those when I was yeah, a kid. <laughs> like at Disneyland or yeah. like Disneyland on ice. Like I think they just use that. Like she borrowed yeah. one of her kids toys. Yeah. Um, I thought the ghost catcher thing was probably, it seemed like the most effective, the trapper. Yeah. So. Yeah. For That's never good. having dealt with ghosts, they got their shit together really quick with all their <laughs> contraptions. Did. So mm-hmm. I guess that was good. Good for them. Yeah. Okay. That'll do it. That on Ghostbusters <laughs> 2016. Uh, we got one more category before the end. Um, <laughs> tea times, unanswerable questions. Kaya, you're up. Okay. So Odell, you know, she's out and about doing press right now. Mm. And she said in an interview with British Vogue that she eats a Big Mac and McDonald's like at least once a week and that um, her death row meal would be a Big Mac, which sure, you know, I don't I don't personally agree. But that led me to my question. Mm. What would your guys' death row meal be? And I can can we pick separate parts or does it all have to come from one restaurant? Does it have to be like all McDonald's free range? Go for it. Okay, let me hit you with very large, lots of ice, Dr. Pepper. Because I never drink it, but it is so good. I love it so much. <laughs> yes. If it was good for you, I would drink seven a day. Um, <laughs> but I deprive myself. Second, I like maybe some like Cajun fries, but like thick ooh, cut, ooh. some seasoning on it, lots that of ketchup. Really good. Big yes. girl. And then Extra crispy chicken tenders. I actually could probably all get this from a fast food place. So maybe it's a pretty easy death row meal. That's a good one. And then a tiramisu. And then I throw up. Honestly, ooh, that sounds good. I was thinking like just a, like a giant vat of really good macaroni and cheese. Ooh, that's a good one. A vat of mac and cheese. How much do you think you would eat before? I mean, I guess it doesn't matter what happens. No. Yeah, you know, I would just like try to stuff myself as much and just be like, all right, well. (laughs) Is that your one item? It's all mac and cheese? (laughs) Yeah. Do you want to drink with that? Or (laughs) should I get parched? It's so salty. That's true. Okay, yeah. Maybe, you know, I'd go like the full Coke route. Just like a Coke. Mm, No diet. Just a Coke. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Any nice. ice in there? Anything special? It's your, <laughs> yeah. it's your treat. There would be ice. There would be ice. Okay. There would be ice for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and actually, you know what? Maybe a, one of those giant, not giant, but like a birthday cake from Milk Bar. Oh, oh those are yeah. sweet. You're going to oh die my God. on the chair. 
<laughs> You'll just do the job for them. Oh my God, your body's going to give out. Those are crazy. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Full throttle. Uh, yes. Kaya? Um, gosh, I don't know. I like... I am like torn between just like eating a ton, a ton, a ton of sushi, like so much sushi, mm. just the best sushi mm. I've ever had. Yes. Or like a full like Mexican restaurant meal with like <gasps> chips and guac, Ooh. nachos, Ooh. quesadilla, mm. um, that maybe good. like some sizzling fajitas, Ooh. Um, Ooh. like Yum. an ice cold margarita with some oh. salt on the rim. <gasps> nice. Now, now that I'm saying, I think it would be that. <laughs> that sounds really good. That sounds love, so good. Love Mexican food. <laughs> Although more difficult to transport than a vat of mac and cheese. I feel like we could find <laughs> it, to get you a good Mexican meal or the best sushi you've ever had. That would yeah, be that's true. Logistically that's true. difficult. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amelia, what's your question? Okay, so I'm sure you all have heard that Facebook for whatever I mean, I guess because everyone hates them, but I just don't yeah. it's like you're just you're like a wolf in sheep's clothing. Um, Facebook is rebranding and also to fit the metaverse, whatever. I don't, whatever. What? I don't even want to get into it. Yeah, because the they're metaverse. like, I think it's like all of like their properties that they own. So like Instagram and WhatsApp, they're like, it's mm. going to fit the whole thing. So yeah. Yeah. So I think they're, they want to rename it, which I guess I, I think is so stupid. But I guess one of the names that they're floating out there is Horizon. That sounds mm. creepier and scarier. Right. Yes, Facebook. it does. Mm-hmm. Um, does anyone have any suggestions for what they should call it? The thing about Horizon that's scary is that it's so expansive. And the whole yeah. weird thing about Facebook is like how much info does it have on you? What are yes. the la- like yeah. how far does it go? They need to put it back in a box. They need to be like, it's we only have a exactly. little something small. Just yeah, like they the, need to go smaller. Yeah, like, they do. So it's less scary. <laughs> <laughs> like I always the thing main thing I use Facebook for now these days is Facebook Marketplace. I'm a, oh. like a really active Facebook Marketplace Are user. You really? Okay, interesting. Yeah, you That's can find cool. some really great stuff on there. I'm sure. Um, I furnish like 50 percent of my apartment with Facebook Marketplace. Oh, wow. Nice. And so I think they should just, you know, like spin out Facebook Marketplace to its own app. Just call it Marketplace. Okay. That's actually a good idea. And now, yeah, not to give like Facebook free ideas over (laughs) here, but like. (laughs) If they're listening to our our 101 of the Tea Time podcast, we'll have to charge you for this. (laughs) That is true. So yeah, something like that. I like that. Amelia, you got any ideas? I don't know. I'm going to call it Box to make it small and be like, we're not everywhere. I like that. We're, we're, just, not, we're just call it like book face or something. I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking maybe like Zucker world just because. No, like, <laughs> we're already in a Zucker world. I don't want that. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Big tech. Very scary. Very scary stuff. <laughs> anyway, cleansing the palate. Uh, we're ending with my question, which is you could have any celebrity perform at your wedding. Who would it wow. be? Jennifer Gates, Bill Gates. Speaking of, <laughs> Big Tech got married this weekend and Coldplay performed. Um, and I was choice. doing some more research and Bruno Mars just played at the Motorola oh. CEO's son's wedding for $3 million. Oh my God. Sam Smith played one song at a casino heiress's wedding and he got 340000 Post Malone played at that same wedding. Um, yeah, so- Why would you have Post Malone at your wedding? <laughs> That's a good question. Really? Well, we'll discuss. Who would you want at your wedding, Kaya? So there were rumors going around on Dumois that it was going to be Taylor Swift performing mm-hmm. at Jennifer Gates' wedding. And honestly, I think that's who I would pick because like yeah. super romantic, you know, would have an mm-hmm. amazing like first dance song. But then she also has like, I think a good catalog of like crowd pleasers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift's a good one. I feel like she, what, uh, does she have romantic songs? Coldplay, when they started playing like Yellow or Clock. Yeah, like, like that the old really stuff for sure. Set, yeah. So yeah. I can't tell if I'd want someone to like sing me a ballad and it'd be amazing or someone mm-hmm. like Taylor Swift to like get me off my feet. Amelia, do you have Yeah. That's, uh, that is a good question. I feel like. I don't know. I mean, I would love to get like Britney Spears or like Lady Gaga. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Selfishly. Selfishly. Um, <laughs> well, it's your wedding. This is selfishly. Yeah, it's your time. That's true. That's true. You know, 
Lady Gaga would be cool. She would also would have like fun. she has such a good ballad voice, but then she could do some hits. Yeah, yeah and she could do like some Tony Bennett like yeah. romantic oh, stuff. Oh yeah. That's oh, that's good. a good yeah. one. I feel like uh, Taylor Swift is honestly a great call. I, you know what? If I if I get married to Craig, he'd probably choose Avicii. So anyone but him, <laughs> <laughs> or like Calvin Harris, or no! we'll just play Levels on repeat. So anyone but. That I think I would be good with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know what? You're God. <laughs> um, anyway, oh, yeah. let's end okay. this now. Oh, that's um, good. thank you, Kaya, for filling in. We love you. No um, problem. and she now has to go edit this beast. Thank you guys for listening. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kaya McMullen. <laughs> and I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. Oh my god. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.